Hi there, I'm Kendall. Welcome to the Pack Your Bags podcast, where we're going to be talking about all of the smaller destinations that you need to be adding to your bucket list. So come on, grab a bag. Let's find out where we're going. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Pack Your Bags podcast with Kendall Bagley. I'm Kendall Bagley, and today I'm really excited. I am joined by the marketing and PR manager of the Wicomico County Recreation Parks, Tourism, and Civic Center, Vanessa Duncan. I'm so glad you're here with us. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So let's just start off real quick with the basics. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been in your position, et cetera? Sure. So um, I, um, like you said, I'm marketing and PR manager. Um, we have a three-person marketing team um, that handles all the different um, rec parks, tourism, and the Wicomico Civic Center. Um, so my five-year anniversary of working here was actually last week. So, um, so I've been here for five years, um, in this position. Um, I came here in 2008 when I started going to Salisbury university, um, which is here in Wicomico County. And, um, I really liked the area. So I just, um, stuck around here and now I get to promote all the great things that we're doing. Yeah. I, when I was, you know, looking at your job title, I was like, she is busy. So, you know, I'm sure in those five years, so many different things have been, um, you know, part of your story and that job and how exciting, you know, congratulations on that. So other than, uh, you know, going to school in Salisbury, that might ring a few bells for people, but can you just tell the listeners where Wicomico County is located? Sure. Um, so we are on the Eastern shore of Maryland. So um, the Eastern Shore is nine counties east of the Chesapeake Bay. Um, And then there's also the Eastern Shore of Virginia, which is below us, and they have two counties. So it forms the Delmarva Peninsula, which comes from Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia. Um, So we are part of the Lower Shore of Maryland, which is Wicomico, Somerset, and Worcester counties. Um, So we're basically in the southern part of the Eastern Shore of Maryland. Wow. I mean, so cool. It's, um, I had no idea about that peninsula. That's really interesting. Yeah, I feel like there's, um, like that's Delmarva. We actually have a town um, here in um, Wicomico that we share with Delaware that's called um, Delmar. So it's part in Maryland and part in Delaware. <laughs> perfect, perfectly done, yeah. Delmar. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, There's a lot of history um, in Maryland and especially in your destination. Can you talk about how, you know, maybe a history buff could spend their time um, in Wicomico County? Yeah, um, we have a lot of historical destinations that people can explore while they're here. Um, So one of them is um, Pemberton Hall. It's not currently open because of COVID, but, um, you know, stay tuned on your trip um, for when it might open. Um, That one was built in 1741. So that's why I'm starting with that. It's um, one of the oldest um, attractions that we have. Um, And there are people that dress up in period attire and can give um, tours of the home. And you can kind of think about what it would have been like to live 
during that time. Um, it's also connected to a park with um, lots of trails and those trails are open. Um, there's also um, Poplar Hill Mansion, which is a house that you can um, visit. Um, that one was built in about 1800, so um, slightly newer, but you know, still pretty historical there. Very. Um, the curator there gives tours and you can learn about, um, you know, about that building. I know there's always things you can learn about, like the paint colors that they used and, you know, really specific things that you can gain from doing a tour with somebody. Um, there's also um, the village of Whitehaven, which is a small um, community that's on the Wicomico River. And across the Wicomico River is the Whitehaven Ferry, which is the oldest continuously operating ferry in the United States. So it's been, that one's actually older than Pemberton Hall. It's been operating since the 1680s. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, it's very small. Um, it only holds like a few cars and it's free to go across. It doesn't take very long to go across either. And there is a um, historical society there that will, um, they do tours of the schoolhouse there and um, an old church. And you can always just walk around and explore it. Um, I think there's only about 20 something houses there. Um, and then on the, in another part of the county, um, there's some historical destinations to explore in the Mardella Springs area. Um, you know, some more buildings. And luckily, a lot of these buildings have been preserved and, you know, they're still able to be visited today. And then there's also um, Parsons Cemetery. Um, so that's, and then a lot of these destinations are, I guess, pretty much all of them so far are actually free to visit as well. Um, with the cemetery, you can just walk through any time. You can read a lot of the um, the gravestones that are there, and there are um, some also some signs and walking tours that you can do. But they all are a lot of some of them are by appointment, but they are all free. Um, Poplar Hill Mansion does free tours on Sundays at a certain time, but other than that, it's like five dollars a person so very affordable if you can make it on Sunday <laughs> uh, sure and what I love about this is I worked previously in a community that had a lot of historic homes as I shouldn't say a lot a fair amount of historic homes as well and um, it was really interesting because each home had a totally different vibe history story I mean and of course being in the kind of a similar community there's connections but um, something that I thought was really funny is going around with people, the types of things that they wanted to learn in these historic homes and, you know, trying to figure out how to match their experience to that. So, you know, you saying you can learn about the paint colors. To me, I'm like, I don't care. Tell me about, <laughs> tell me the stories that like these people had living in this house. But to other people, you know, my dad is an example of somebody who would be like, I'm fascinated by the paint color because I'm sure it has to do with, you know, it had to be painted this color so that it didn't get too hot during a certain time of year or it's soaking. You know, I love that there's just so many different ways to experience the history um, for any person that might be coming to visit. Yeah. And the tour guides um, are so um, knowledgeable about what they're giving a tour of that I feel like they can 
pretty much answer any question that you might have and gear it to your interests. Um, you know, if it's like a personal tour, like a, a small group type of thing, I feel like anytime I've been on any of these tours, um, they just seem very knowledgeable and helpful to whoever mm -hmm. has a question. And, um, you know, you kind of mentioned that there's some trails on a few of those grounds, which is another great way that maybe you don't want to hundred percent go on a tour, but you could probably walk the, the trails I'm assuming, and, and sort of just see the exterior of the different homes. Yeah. Um, I guess all of them are, um, visible from the outside and there's some additional, um, sites throughout the county, um, like a couple other, um, small schoolhouses that can be viewed from the outside only. So you could, mm -hmm. if you don't want to like set everything up in advance, you could kind of do your own driving tour and, you know, just see what you can see and learn about these places online or something like that. Sure, sure. So of course, being on the Eastern shore, um, there's got to be a lot of water activities. Can you talk about the outdoor experiences that people can find? Yeah, we have um, tons of water. It seems like pretty much everywhere you look, there is like a river or some sort of tributary or something like that. So um, so we on our county, the Nanticoke River is a, a lot of the northern area of like the northern boundary and then the Wicomico River goes through the county. Um, so if you have like a kayak or a canoe or something like that, there's a lot of places where you could put that into the water and see some really scenic um, sights from that. Um, we have a couple um, small beaches where you can go swimming. Um, we also have people that go boating, um, fishing, um, there's crabbing, there's definitely a lot to do outside. That's fun. I know you're seeing my reaction. I've never been crabbing. That sounds so fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like um, the Eastern Shore would be the place to, to do it if you're interested in something like that. Definitely. Um, yeah, and then also outdoor, we have a really flat terrain here. Um, so I'm a big runner personally, so it is a good place for running. I mean, if I enjoy the flat terrain because that's what I always run on to them when there's a hill a little um, surprising to me or, or extra tough. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's also, um, it's also a good area for cycling. Um, there is a big um, cycling event that's held every year, the Seagull Century, um, that's a hundred miles, um, goes yeah. for sure. So, but you don't have to do an event. You can just bring your bike and, um, you know, ride it around and check out the rural terrain. So yeah, that's definitely a nice place to, outside well I love that and so you know kind of speaking of of the outdoors and and sort of that atmosphere something I was really excited about when I was looking at your website is that you all promote being dog friendly so can you talk a little bit about you know somebody who might want to bring their dog I have a very beloved husky as my fur child that um if I think I can take her with me on an adventure I want to so awesome I was thrilled to see that you guys promote that yeah there's a lot of um places that are dog friendly around here so to start out with um there are two dog parks one of which opened recently so one of them um is right near the Salisbury City Park and then there's another one that is in the downtown area which is actually um, right along the Wicomico River. 
Um, there's a lot of restaurants that will allow dogs. I think um, primarily like on their um, like outdoor areas, things sure. like that. Yeah. But um, I know of it. Like I don't have a dog. I do have two cats. But I think there's places that will put out like water for your dog. And um, I know I've been to one place where where they did that. Um, and then we also have had um, some dog shows here. So there's like hotels that are dog friendly. Um, you have to check with this specific hotel, but there are definitely um, options for that. And there's a dog show, the Eastern Shore Classic here um, at the Civic Center um, each year. And then there's been other shows like there's been poodle shows, there's been a um, golden retriever show. So I think, and since it is, since there are so many like outdoor areas and parks, I think um, that's really good for people with dogs. Like, yeah, your dog on some trails or yeah, go in an open area or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Um, and I think that kind of tourism is only going to continue to, to grow um, as, you know, especially our millennial generation, we're so attached to our animals. So, um, you know, I think that's, that's great to be able to have a space um, or in a destination that is open and, and willing, you know, to have them stay in the hotels, you know, join them on a patio. And like you said, hit the outdoors. I love that. But outside of being dog friendly, you're an incredibly family-friendly destination. So let's talk about some of those great family-friendly activities. Yeah. So um, one of our family-friendly activities is the Salisbury Zoo, which is a free admission, which I think is probably somewhat rare for a zoo. So um, normally you can just walk right in. Um, They currently have some, you know, COVID precautions in place, but it is free still. Um, and then one of the newest additions to the zoo is um, a baby bear who he actually celebrated his first birthday recently. So, oh you know, my gosh, one now. But yeah, that's definitely a fun attraction. And there's all kinds of animals like um, flamingos, there's a jaguar, there's bison, um, there's wallabies. So that's definitely fun. You can spend some time walking through there with your family. Um, and then right next to the Salisbury Zoo is um, Ben's Red Swings, which is a big um, playground, so also free. Um, you can just pop in there and um, play on the different slides and um, the playground that they have there. Um, and then something else you can do with the family that's fun is um, go to a Delmarva Shorebirds game. So they are a local minor league baseball team, and um, they have games like over spring and summer. Um, I think this year their season's going to start in May. I think it usually starts in April, but they're, they're a minor league team connected to the Orioles. And um, they're, it's a very affordable um, family fun and you can get some food and they have a fun mascot, Sherman, and he's like a big, huge orange bird. So, um, <laughs> so like kids always like to get their picture with him. Of course. Stuff like that. Well, I love that because I come from a family who is avid baseball fans and pretty much every trip I had, like family trip growing up, there was baseball involved in some way. So we would definitely be at the Shorebirds game without a doubt. And I, I think that that is such a fun, different activity for people to have on, on a trip that I highly recommend having done many in my lifetime. 
Um, and there, because like you said, it's just so fun. I, the, the minor league games especially have, um, you know, not as much competition around it. Not to say that like, of course the teams are, they're talented players. So if you are going to like want to watch a game, um, you're going to see a good game, but the atmosphere is what really makes it for sure. Definitely. It's, it's definitely a fun atmosphere. And that also reminded me that um, there wasn't a season last year because of COVID, but the year prior to that, there was a promotion. It was called Wag Your Tail Tuesday and you can bring your pet. So oh, bring my your dog gosh. to the game too. <laughs> it's all full circle. We love yeah. it. Um, so, you know, to some, maybe going to a minor league baseball game would be like a unique experience. And it is. But you guys have some other really cool, unique experiences um, to be had. So do you want to tell some of those to the listeners? Sure. Yeah. So I was thinking one unique experience that we have is the Ward Museum of Wildfowl Art. So um, it's not the type of museum that you see um, that often, I guess. So it actually has the world's largest public collection of decoys. Um, so it's like carved. Um, ducks basically. Um, so they have historical ones that were used, you know, many years ago. It's named after two brothers that were carvers. Um, and then it goes all the way up to recent award winners. Um, some of them are more abstract or kind of more modern art like. Um, and then there's also um, changing exhibits there that are not all about waterfowl and um, or wildfowl, things like that. Like I recently was there and saw this um, exhibit about um, documentary quilts, which I actually didn't know anything about, um, but it was really interesting. And it was um, a woman, um, Joan Gaither, she puts together these quilts and like, they have all these different things that are included as part of them, like little beads or like a cap from Vaseline was one of the things. And like dolls are like Gosh. almost like little, not quite Barbies, but, you know, like little dolls that are in, I don't know. So it was pretty cool. So you never know what you might see there. Yeah, that's really interesting. I, um, I was, I went to school and I lived and worked in an area that was near a, um, a community called Paducah, Kentucky, that's home to a quilt museum. And so that was the first time I had ever heard about those, um, documentary quilts. And so, uh, there's, there are, unbelievable I'm also very very uncrafty so like just to be able to see the work that these people can do with fabric is incredible definitely I would have never known the level of like intricacy that is in there absolutely um yeah that's one of them and you know there's something unique about pretty much all of our destinations like you know getting to visit the baby bear at the zoo um there's some other um, art galleries that, um, and one thing that is unique is a lot of the, um, the War Museum does have a, a low admission cost, um, but there are a lot of, basically everything in our community is either free or um, affordable. So nothing is gonna be super expensive. We have some other art galleries that you can look through and um, lots of fun events as well. Yeah, that's really, that is really kind of the name of the game, especially as we make our way to more people feeling comfortable traveling. Um, it's been a hard year um, financially for a lot of folks, but to think that they could come 
and have an incredible experience, especially if they're a family who's, you know, trying to get multiples into activities. An affordable, fun, unique, unforgettable experience is, is definitely on the list. So I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. That's, that is a great note for people that are listening. Um, so I love asking this question because I know when I like traveling, I kind of want to do as locals do. So what are some of the ways that locals like to spend their time in the community? Yeah, so I think that, um, I think it kind of depends on the person just because we do have such a variety of activities that, you know, not everyone might spend it in the same way, of course. Sure. Um, I know, like, I personally, like I said, um, I'm a big runner, so I go running often, like, the trails at Cumberton are, um, there's about four and a half miles of, like, wooded nature trails, Um, so that's just a pretty place to explore anytime um but then two years ago we started it in 2019 um we partnered with algonquin ultras a local race organization to put on an event there called the pemberton 24 so you actually would run um up to 24 5ks over 24 hours so if you want yeah you can run up to 75 miles Um, I didn't choose to run all of that, but, you know, there were some locals there. Um, We do a lot of other events as well. Like we have um, an annual good beer festival in the fall. And um, the weekend after that is the autumn wine festival. Um, Lots of events at the um, Civic Center. Um, These have kind of been on hold because of COVID, but these are like normal activities that that locals might do. And I think um, going out to eat, um, you know, is popular and um, actually it hit 70 today or it was going to hit 70. So getting nice out there again. And I think outdoor dining will be um, popular again. Um, There's also um, downtown, there's an event called Third Friday that a lot of locals go to and different artisans um, set up downtown and they sell things like jewelry, candles, like things they make. Check that out. So yeah, and I would say like locals could go to any of the attractions as well. And I feel like sometimes you kind of like forget what's in your own backyard and it's kind of fun to to be a tourist where you live. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're totally right. You, you're going to find the locals that are totally in tune. They're doing all the things, but you, when you're living somewhere, you kind of think, oh, I'll get back to that uh, later. And so, yeah, it's important to explore your own backyard, especially when it's full of so many awesome opportunities, like you, you all have. So, um, kind of, along those lines, you were talking about some of the things you love doing, but what has been one of your favorite memories? Yeah, so it's definitely hard to um, pick just one, but, you know, I do think I've, I've had a lot of good times at the different events that we put on. It's always fun to kind of, you know, I work on promoting things, so it's always fun to, like, see people having fun, and um, there's just, there. I really have enjoyed yeah, there's really like too many to just pick one, but Absolutely. I feel like it's a good place to to make memories and yeah. You know, oh, I love that. I love that. It is a great place to make memories. You can tell yeah. just all of yeah. um, 
by the smile on your face, which I know they can't see, but I can. So um, <laughs> what are five words you would use to describe your destination? So um, one that I would use would be um, fun, which is actually in our um, Twitter name, it's fun Y Comico. So I would pick fun just because, you know, there's a lot of fun things to do here. Yeah. Um, I would also say um, peaceful because it is kind of like a nice um, place to visit if you are from like a big city or even if you're from a different smaller area and you want to come here. But like we were talking about earlier, there's so much like water around and um, lots of beautiful nature and things like that. Something I didn't mention before that I've been looking into recently too is birding. Um, if anybody's into birding, there are um, about 300 species of birds that have been um, like tracked on eBird. So, and then they can visit the Ward Museum too. So um, another one would be um, scenic, which kind of goes along with peaceful, but there are a lot of really nice views. Um, we have a photo contest each year and we always get some really pretty um, like sunset views and views from the beaches and um, various spots in town that are, mm -hmm. that are nice. Um, I would also say interesting just because we, some of our sites are a little bit, um, I don't know, like, I feel like you're going to learn something hopefully when you're here, like in a fun yeah. way, not yeah. like in, you know, not like studying, but like getting to experience history or learning something about, you know, about art or whatever else you might be able to find while you're here. And then um, I would also say relaxing, kind of similar to peaceful, but um, you know, you you can really make your trip here like what you want it to be. So you could always just, um, we have, there's the Whitehaven Hotel, which is located in that small village of Whitehaven. And if you really want to get away, you can just um, go there and, you know, it's right on the water. Um, you can like sit alongside the water. You could go to one of those parks. Um, just do something relaxing, bring a book or something like that. So, or if you want to pack it full of activities, you can do that too. That is amazing. And sign me up. I'm ready. I have never been to Maryland. It's on, well, I want to visit all 50 states. That's my whole bucket list. But um, getting up to your neck of the woods is really on my bucket list soon. So I know exactly where I'm going to be going awesome. but for others that are going to be planning on packing their bags to hopefully make their way how can they get connected to you yeah so um, we have a website which is um, ycomicotourism.org so it's w-i-c-o-m-i-c-o tourism.org um, on there, you can also, um, you can look around at our different attractions, look at the visitor's guide. Um, you can request a print visitor's guide. And then we are also on Facebook at Wicomico County Tourism. Um, it's under facebook.com slash Wicomico County MD. And then we're on Twitter at Fun Wicomico, um, which is, we share that between our rec tourism and civic center. And then we also have an Instagram at Wicomico County MD. So um, we recently did a Wicomico County alphabet. So that highlighted a lot of our different Fun. attractions. And we're always just posting nice scenic photos so you can get some inspiration for your trip. Absolutely. Well, and I will have all of those 
tagged in the description of this podcast. But with that, I will be closing it out with you, Vanessa. Thank you so much for joining us and telling us all about Wicomico. I mean, I'm so excited for a future trip myself, and I know others listening have to feel the same. And um, listeners, we will see you guys next time to find out where we're going next.